yeah. Uh, one day I'm going to know the songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't know any of them, right? <laughs> Listen, I don't blame you for not knowing this one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, The Midnight called Days of Thunder. The Midnight, Days of Thunder. The reason why I put this in is uh, because my morning. <laughs> like I had Your morning, man. <laughs> I had such a bizarre morning, but it was so fun. Um, well, actually, okay, let's start with last night. <laughs> yeah, 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 because your morning versus my morning, completely different. Your night you versus my night, completely different. What did you do last night? Um, not as much as you did, that's for sure. <laughs> so you just chilled? Yeah, I was just chilling by the pool with some friends. Oh. That's it. That sounds so summery. Yeah, oh, and the weather yesterday was perfectly summery. It was. I feel like that's Low something breeze. people do when, if I were like, hey, Amar, what would be one thing you have to do this summer yeah. to make it summer? I feel it would be like, hang by the pool with my friends. Oh, not for me. No? No. What I, is it for you? I have a pool and I dread the pool. Oh, wow. First world uh, problem, uh, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that thing in the backyard? <laughs> no, it's like, I don't know. I feel like for Arabs, because we're hairy, we just, we have to do a lot of maintenance <laughs> before we go into the pool, you know? <laughs> and it takes like 10 years to dry. <laughs> Trust me. I also know that. I'm Maltese. Yeah, yeah. So like, if someone just brings it up, hey, you want to go to the pool today? You're like, damn. You gotta really. Think. <laughs> yeah, you gotta think. Did I like trim my belly hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Uh, <laughs> last night I did what I would classify as my most ideal summer activity ever, for sure. And for anybody that knows me, watch my videos, knows mm. that Blink One Eighty Two is my all-time favorite band. And last night they were in Toronto, and uh, oh my God, can Travis Barker drum? <laughs> That was crazy. Flipping upside down and... Like, think about drumming. So much of it is, like, about gravity, right? With the drumsticks. Yeah. When you're upside down, instead of, like, just dropping the stick and having it bounce on the snare drum, you're having to, like, hit... Up reverse. Up. Yeah, it's like reverse. Damn. Like, when I saw him do that, I'm like, there's, like... I drum, too, and I'm like, I have no idea. It's, like, you, a whole new instrument like that. No, it's... Like, me watching your stories yesterday on Instagram... I was happy for you. You know, I, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. watching someone's like wedding or something <laughs> that like you grew up with, you know, you're like, yeah. Dan goes to Blink-182 and then seeing, oh, you know. it was just such a, well, so here's the thing. I met up with a friend and we had like a pre-drink beforehand Yeah, and he decides, oh, let's do a shot of Jack Daniels. Mm. And I'm like, oh man, I don't know. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I did one and before we went, he's like, oh, we gotta do another one. I was like, oh, fine. Okay. So I did two and then I had some beers before. And I wasn't like drunk or anything. Yeah. It was just, it's for me, it was nice to have that buzz going so I can like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm just going to dance and sing the whole night away. And I did. It was amazing. However, last week I signed on to do this charity event. <laughs> and like, I, I trust me, I, this was some of my favorite things to do. Yeah. Um, especially because it's make a wish, which was a bit, which it was a big deal. It wasn't like anybody's wish. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's like Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yeah, yeah, it was the Make-A-Wish Foundation, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the Honda Indy. So here in Toronto, we have the Honda Indy. Coming up. Which is like this big race that goes through the streets of Toronto. Yeah. Right? Uh, so this morning, bright and early, I had to get up at 6.30 and go across the city of Toronto to a go-kart track. And I got to race against James Hinchcliffe, who's like Canada's star child of IndyCar. Of Indy. Yeah. No, it's uh, I don't know, man. I feel like you had like such a packed last twelve hours. Whereas for me, I felt like a bum. Just like I was shown by the pool, and I slept in. 
<laughs> like, you know, and then I woke up today and then I'm like looking at like your Instagram story from like today in the morning. It's like two hours ago, Dan posted this. He's like, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> like, yeah, but already. Do you, if you don't do anything, let's say you're lounging by the pool, like you just said. Yeah. Uh, this whole lazy mentality comes, even though it's not being lazy, you're yeah. relaxing, but does that affect you? 100%. It just washes over you and then it just like, you become more lazy and you sleep in more. <laughs> have, you, have you ever got yourself into like a sleeping in week and it's just like you and it just creeps up it's like nine hours of sleep and then next day it's like 11 hours of sleep and 12 and like i know what you mean but next I, thing you know you're waking up at 2 p.m the next day and your back hurts <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah. from sleeping i you know when i was a teenager i used to sleep a lot and i think that's just because you're growing yeah but now i can't really sleep in like i'll stay up late and i often my body clock wakes me up early, so I'm just kind of in this constant state of tired, <laughs> which sucks. Yeah. Like I, like, man, it sucks because sometimes I would be. It's like, oh, it'd be so nice just to relax and yeah. sleep in, and oh, wake up at like ten. No, I'm like eight a.m. Crack of dawn, my eyes are like, let's go, let's <laughs> do this. Six thirty a.m. Man, that's well. That was this morning. I knew I had to do that, and I was. I woke up. I was kind of like hungover. Yeah, uh, between us and the listeners <laughs> and everyone, <laughs> but uh, again, like I was excited. Get to like, why not get to go drive go karts? No, yeah, like I feel like you you're living the life today. Like not every morning's like this. Although yeah, I, yeah, I could sure. I could lie and just be like, oh yeah, it's always like it's not like yeah. Usually events like this will be I don't know like probably five p.m. Like to have it at this sure. early on a Monday. Uh, I think it was kind of risky, but at the same time, having James Hinchcliffe there, now that the Honda Indy is coming up, I think he's going to be busy with press and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of crazy smart. to be that busy that you can just, it's like only 6.30, man. I can only do 6.30 a.m. Monday. I know, eh? After my workout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's the goal. If I could be busy, here's the thing. I feel busyness breeds a healthy mind. Yeah. Or... Trust me. Maybe busy. I don't know. I think it's busyness is the word I'm using. Yeah. Uh, just because for me, if I start to feel stagnant or I start to get in my own head, knowing that I have something coming up or I'm going to hang out with yeah. friends, it's like totally like gives me a second wind, you know? I'm with you. And it's so, it's so helpful. Like if people are going through something, okay? Uh, I think the best thing, and this is what sucks because when people are going through like say anxiety or uh, depression i use that loosely because i know there's a lot of things that can affect it yeah uh you always hear oh just go to the gym or like just get out and do something and that's literally the last thing you want to do but it's when you combat that not that i'm going through any of those at the moment sure. but when you combat that it's like oh man it actually helps like your brain yeah. tells you nah man let's sleep in for like four more hours no it helps literally like the sometimes the worst feeling like I said before, is like that waking up at 2 p.m. and your back hurts and you're just already groggy for... No, that's, that's aging. That's, <laughs> Does your back hurt? I don't know. I. It could be a mattress thing too. Hold on. My mattress is one of the greatest mattresses ever made, okay? Yeah, but we all think that. Like, uh, Yeah, until it, you sleep on someone else's bed, you're like, damn. Yeah, this thing's hard. No, because when I grew up, I loved like a concrete mattress. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly how firm it is for me. Really? If not, I'm sleeping on hardwood. <laughs> And it, I, yeah, and I, I sound whenever like I stay over at someone, they're like, "Are you sure you don't want a bed?" I'm like, "No, no, no, it's fine. No, you're just being too nice. No, no, I like the hardwood floor. I prefer the floor." <laughs> and you wake up and everything cracks. <laughs> oh man, I was once at a party 
and uh, I, the only thing that was available was the floor, mm. and it was at a like it was in Guelph, which is like Guelph University. Yeah, those floors are not like oh. on Ezra Street type Guel- of floor. Guelph floors, man, those are concrete. Yeah, and there was like a layer of carpet, so your brain's like, nah, you can do it. Just carpet, <laughs> but it was like the corporate carpet, like you know yeah, when you go yeah, to like yeah. the, the landlord, yeah, like the, like no padding, <laughs> the landlord special. Yeah, it's like yeah. you might as well just put a tissue on the yeah. on the concrete and call it a day because just a weave of carpet is the padding. Yeah, and that's literally <laughs> <Crazy>. it. Yeah. <laughs> so I slept on there, and I remember waking up feeling like my right shoulder was like in the middle of my chest, like I was folded <laughs> in half. Worst sleep of my life. I'll never forget it because I was so, yeah, like. Just sore elbows, so short, sore shoulders, yeah, sore yeah. knee. You know, like when you feel like the t-shirt is enough padding. <laughs> <laughs> you know those ones. <laughs> do, you, do you have a, a trick to like? Can you sleep anywhere? I could definitely sleep anywhere. And like, what's your trick? And I within like can. within like minutes, not even minutes. Minute is too long for me to go to sleep. You're Thirty seconds, I could gone. Oh my god! What's your, um, what's your secret? Okay, so I know there's like scientific backing. To the BS, I'm just gonna throw out right now. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, let's let's hear this. Um, but like, you know how, like, first of all, you have a body clock, right? So there's like, yeah, already like indicators in your uh, whatever that you should sleep, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's nighttime, uh, you know, whatever. So they say to just have like a ritual before you go to sleep, whatever that is. If it's drinking a glass of milk for you know 20 days, eventually when you drink a glass of milk, you'll just get sleepy and you'll go to sleep. So everyone so has like training, a ritual. You're training your brain to say, because we're drinking milk at this time, sleep is to follow. Yeah. And it, the first day might be hard. The second day is going to be hard. You know, for a week it might be hard. But then eventually your body gets tricked into saying, okay, let, you know, we're just dogs in the end of the day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's a good way to put it. <laughs> you whistle, we come, we get a treat. That's how dogs are. Yeah. That's how we are. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's all like cause and effect. So uh, eventually when your body is like, Okay, we just had the glass of milk. That's our like trigger for some sort of sleep. Right. Does that make sense? So, so it becomes part of like your yours? body thing. What's your trigger? So before I used to be like watching a TED Talk. I love TED Talks. Jeez, man. Right? I love them too, but that's like so deep thinking before bed. Yeah, because then it's like, exactly, because in, in my head, I was like thinking of like the deepest shit. Yeah, but that that's And then people, this TED Talk is like, no, no, no. I got some deep stuff for you. That's why I can't do it. Like if... God forbid someone mentions anything to do with space yeah. like four hours before I go to sleep. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm in my bed thinking, wow, we are like nothing. Yeah. yeah. And there's like <laughs> aliens out there. And it keeps me up. So it's the opposite effect. I love TED Talks because they're super educational. Yeah. And they talk about really interesting topics. Man, that would be so bad for me before bed. So you're right. So I found that out like later on. That <laughs> So it was two TED Talks. So the first TED Talk I watch. And the second one, I would sleep on, right? Uh, but then I found out that, yo, I'm sleeping on so many TED Talks that I actually want to, like, I started watching TED Talks in, like, in the afternoon, and I'm getting sleepy. Oh, so I was oh. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> let's forget all this. <laughs> so your brain's <laughs> right? like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hold back. I need to learn. Wow, right? so you really did train your brain. So then I started just doing this next thing, which is, like, take 10 deep breaths before before sleep. And now I swear to you, I could take, like, if I take four deep breaths, gone. Like so right now, out. you could. One hundred percent. I, I want. <laughs> I can definitely sleep right now. I mean, obviously the the situation is gonna be hard, but uh, because they're watching you, like okay. Yeah, I mean, at some point I'm gonna have to like lay down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I have heard that though. Deep breaths, because here's the thing. So I just got an Apple Watch, 
And I, mm. do you ever ever watch? I, yeah, do, I do, do, I do. Take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really understand the whole shtick behind the Apple Watch. I'm like, yeah. whatever. It's a digital watch. It was super about fitness. Uh, I could use it to like answer emails. Not always have to pull my phone in my pocket. Whatever. Yeah. Well, there was one night on the couch. I was like mentally stressed. Like, and it just it just came. And I felt the vibration on my wrist and I looked down and it says breathe. And I was like, yo, this is, it's like catching my stress before my body even feels it. It's crazy. It's literally unbelievable what this watch can do. And it's happened oh, quite a few times where it'll say breathe. And I'm like, I'm not even stressed. Okay, there it is. Like it's, <laughs> you are stressed. It's faster <laughs> yeah, than me. It's crazy. like, trust me, man, you're stressed. And I was so amazed by that. But a few years ago, I did this, uh, I had this sort of series on YouTube called like under two minutes. Mm. And this was back before the algorithm now favors 10 minutes or long videos. 1001. Yeah. So this was, I was trying to get quick, quick videos, right? So I did one uh, called how to fall asleep in two minutes. I mean, it wasn't t in two minutes. It was how to fall asleep. And then the video was two minutes. Ah, right? uh, uh, YouTubers, tricky. man. That was tricky. <laughs> so I look it up and I saw this one where I do use sometimes. If you can't sleep, they say to lie completely flat in your bed, don't think about anything, right? And slowly start to flex every muscle you possibly can from your toes all the way up to your head. And not all at once, just start with your toes. Yeah. So f flex your toes, whether it's sticking them out or crunching them in. Then do like your calf, then your like thighs, and just go all the way up. Interesting. And by the end, apparently like you're, you've released any sort of tight muscles and... I'm just like, laughing if anyone walks in on you. <laughs> I'm just like flexing everything. And you're like super clenched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's only, <laughs> you have to do one at a time. Yeah. Your feet up. And then you release. Because if you do all at once, then yeah, you're going to look like, <laughs> like a, <laughs> what's the word when, when like a possum or when an animal dies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I know what you mean. Me not metamorphosis. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I can't remember. Anyways, yeah. apparently it's supposed to work and I've tried it. Has worked. Yeah, I mean, whatever the ritual is. And everyone, I agree everyone has it. So for me, it was always cereal. And it still is. I eat cereal more at night than I do in the morning. It's a yeah. night thing for me, 100%. Which cereal? Mini wheats. Nice. Like frosted mini wheats, only as of past two weeks. Honestly, frosted mini wheats are actually really good. I have not had frosted mini wheats, mini wheats like, man, years you get some adulthood in there. You get some childhood. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's half and half, man. It's half sweet, half yeah. high fiber. And let oh, me tell great. you, it is high fiber, like without saying more. No, I think you've said enough. Yeah, to be honest, <laughs> it's good cereal, but uh, I think that's what I've done as a trigger for me. Yeah, like so. Then uh, when I started this whole traveling thing, I learned that my trigger has got to be something I could do anywhere, everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like for many oh. people, the trigger is like toothpaste or something, right? Brushing teeth. You're ready for bed. Yeah, but the problem with that is I brush my teeth first thing in the morning too. Yeah. And at like lunchtime. I brush my teeth quite a bit. And yeah, I can't brush my teeth on an airplane or anywhere. So that's why I took 10 deep breaths. I wish I could have cereal on an airplane. Oh, that's life. That's so smart though. Have, have a ritual that you could do anywhere. Exactly. It has to make sense for your life. But, but also one that it's not like rare mangoes from your neighbor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because your neighbor's not going to be with you in... Australia. Yeah. Although they'd probably have some good ass mangoes there. So you might be fine. 
Man, Africa has some good mangoes. You can like, lose weight. You know what annoys the hell out of me about you is <laughs> every time I talk to this guy. No, Africa. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, uh, so how was your week? Uh, it was great. I had pomegranates in India. And I'm like, Yo. oh, you bastard. Okay, but like you're flipping that. I said I had food poisoning from pomegranates yeah. in India. <laughs> and <laughs> he just true. took pomegranates in India. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know? No, but every time I talk to him or even texting, it's like there's always somewhere new. Have you been anywhere this week? Uh, no, actually, I've I've had like uh, eleven days off. <laughs> eleven days off. Yeah. Wow. And you've enjoyed those. Like, well, the podcasts back. aren't consistent right now. Yeah. Honestly, guys, if the podcast never show up, <laughs> it's all on me. I think at this point, that's fair to say. <laughs> but I will say, last time, like the first chunk of podcasts we recorded, yeah, it was tough because I was figuring out, okay, I want to do this on YouTube. I was all over the place. Yeah. And I've kind of got to the point where I'm now like. Not screw it, but like just let life take its course. Don't sit back because a lot of people will hear that that advice, right? Like whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. That doesn't mean okay. I'm just gonna chill on this couch and just lay back and expect life just to hit me. Literally, my last twelve hours. <laughs> Literally before this podcast. Going back to that. <laughs> yeah. no, it, it's like you you still have to put in the work. Yeah. Right. So for me, I, it was just a weird time of like I want to create videos. Like my last video. So damn good, man. Mm. I thought it was so entertaining, so interesting, very original. Plug it. Go in. I, yeah. Go in. No, we like we I want plugs, you know? <laughs> I guess I gotta go down that path. I, I look at this sometimes this podcast as like, you know, those like MTV shows, like the after show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like almost the after show of your YouTube channel as well. True. You know? Or our lives. Our well, lives. I was listening to our last one and I'm like, I've realized and this may sound stupid. Yeah. But I've realized it sounds more like a talk show. Hmm. Because for this podcast, I've also implemented that just let it happen. Yeah. Because before I was like, hey, we have to have games. We got to plan this and that. And I'm like, sometimes it's just nice to hear a conversation happen with something that you're interested in. So yeah. with people listening right now, there may be something that we talk about that's interesting to them. Yeah. And that's great. Like, I love when I hear stuff like that, you know? For sure. And also, there's no strategy to today. Like no. us talk because I know we've been talking about like every topic we've probably talked about thirteen topics already. I, which which let me tell you makes it so hard to title this podcast. It's super hard. <laughs> I'm already like in my head like yeah. thinking like okay is it two minute two two minute Monday how, I don't how to sleep at a Blink One Eighty Two show or go yeah. party. <laughs> so that was that was in the the motivation of today of just like we'll throw out a hundred topics whatever sticks to them. <laughs> well, because <laughs> no, I think that's a good way to do it because. My brain works in a strange way. Like, I'll want to talk about so many different things. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, but my last video, back to that. <laughs> back to that. I, um, so I bought a scanner, right? So I've realized I'm going to start selling my artwork. Mm -hmm. I've done this now for about a year. Uh, what, what kind of spiked it or really propelled me to start doing a lot of my art was actually heartbreak. Mm -hmm. So this is a good sort of lesson or, or experience for anyone out there if you're going through some sort of hard time or even like heartbreak, okay? There's some crazy good things that can come out of it that, again, your brain thinks it's all bad. It's all bad. No, 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 we, we're sad. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's not the case. Mm. Like, I would never have really started making art if I wasn't in a headspace of just heartbroken and, and kind of like, I'm not good enough sort of thing. I started creating the art. I started feeling it. 
like coming out of me. I was like, wow, okay, now I feel better yeah. after I made that piece. So I've been doing this for about a year, and uh, I'm starting to sell my art this week. First ever piece. I'm super excited. It's not attached to my YouTube at all. I love that. But it's like a new passion. Because yeah. I think that's important for people, is yeah. to follow a passion that, that excites you. Mm-hmm. Because I think anything that you do for a long period of time, and I know I'm getting off topic here for a bit. No, that's, um, this is the topic. Anything that you do for a long period of time, I find eventually you're going to be competing with the, the feeling of it becoming work. Yeah. Like I've been doing YouTube now for over 10 years and I've come to terms with like recently, the last year, I'd say year and a half, it has been work. There's been passion, but it's been work because... I, what else am I going to do to make yeah. money, you know? So now I'm kind of transitioning back to like doing what I love. So I bought this scanner to scan my art. It's like a $400 scanner. Crazy. And I scanned my art, but it comes with this 35 millimeter film slide insert. And for those of you guys <laughs> that don't know, before like cameras used to take, you'd take the picture yep. and it would go on this like piece of film and you would then have to go to a printer and they would scan the print and then it would come out, right? Yeah. So I basically went on eBay and I bought 100 random 35 millimeter film slides from the 1950s oh. to the 1980s, anywhere in there. And just preamble here, 1950s to 1980s were probably the most horrific times, I feel like. That's like where horror films for me really are. Really? Why? Just because of the slides I'm seeing, man, oh, <laughs> the true. slides that I saw in yours, that's exactly how I feel about the 1950s. Well, what's interesting about the 1950s and 1980s we'll is like yeah. those are like some of the most iconic fashion statement times. Like if yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. think of the 70s or I'm having a 70s themed party, you know what to wear. Yeah. I'm having an 80s themed party, you know what to wear. So nowadays it's like I'm having a 2000. In 10 party it's like well it's kind of the same yeah like there's trends don't get me wrong but the 80s were so iconic with their style 70s <laughs> and so sorry 2010s <laughs> yeah there's really no fat like other than really stringy thin eyebrows on girls <laughs> what else happened I think in those 2010? Are still around <laughs> no now honest. it's like thick yeah true there is a lot of like you i know? got comments once actually we kind of we both have thick ass yeah. eyebrows. well right now i have eyebrow because I've neglected. <laughs> you can see this like little specks. What, what do you What do you do to, to maintain it? By the way, um, I'm a I'm a shaver. My mom's like, no, it's gonna grow thicker. Yeah, you can't really that. get thicker than this. <laughs> Let me just shave it. It's like a you guitar know? string thickness yeah. now. Um, so, anyways, scan these film slides. Yeah, I had a hundred random ones from all over the world, not from the same people at all. I bought them on eBay. Came from Las Vegas, and the whole idea of this video is okay. We're gonna scan them and see what we get. And then on top of that, I'm going to look at the photos and guess where in the world this is. Because mm-hmm. the slides will have a year. It's like pressed in at the back from the camera when you take the photo. So cool. But it doesn't tell you where it's from. So there's a lot of investigating that goes in. And I love the video. It was so well done. People love it. It just it doesn't get the views, man. I know, but some of the, man, it's like that was one of the most original ideas. Yeah, well, that's the thing is when you strike originality on YouTube in some form, yeah, it's it's so nice. But you have to understand that it's either going to go really viral or it's not at all because it's too original. People don't know what to think. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. I don't know. 
<laughs> no, originality. I can speak on that for like an hour. So maybe some other time. Well, well, I can do it now too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, I mean, we have an hour. No, but it's um, video turned out great. And it's just a really interesting avenue that now I'm going down. Because who would have thought I, like that you can make content around a scanner? Yeah. And it just kind of happened. Because I went down this sort of rabbit hole of following a passion. So to bring it home, people live most of their life working a job that they don't like mm. only to go home to sleep, to do it again the next day. And it's tragic because you only have one life and not everybody thinks this way. I get that. It's fine, but I'm very much like that. I don't want to waste any time. Yeah. So if you're on your way to work now or you're doing something, don't use this as fuel to be like, yeah, I'm going to quit today. Yeah. All I'm saying is maybe start a side hustle and find something that makes you excited. Yeah. You know, because I, I was talking to someone once and um, I was telling them like, yo, I cannot meditate. I fall asleep. I just, I don't see any sort of benefit from it. Yeah. And they said, well, what do you like to do? I was like, uh, what do I like to do? Well, I like to go to my studio and make art and play some music. That's your meditation. And she was like, well, that's your meditation. Yeah. And Crazy. then I started thinking, oh my God, it is. I'm a total piece when I'm just listening to my favorite music, doing art. It's so fun. Yeah, I know. It's, and and th I think that's what you're saying about the side hustle. Maybe one thing you're trying to get at is that a lot of times we think, well, I can't just quit everything and do art, which is something I love, right? So I think what you're saying is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like do it as a side hustle so you're not risking it all. You know, you still have your nine to five job. Yes. But from 6 to 10 p.m., you have your, the thing that, you know, the that you're passionate about. And hopefully one day, that 6 to 10 becomes your 9 to 5. Oh, that becomes sounds like 6 to 9, am I yeah. right? <laughs> no, <laughs> what, what, that is exactly what I'm saying, by the way. It's, yeah. there, will be, there will be a time, though, where you have to sort of make the leap and it will be risky. Yeah. And that is when your passion becomes uh, more lucrative like you're starting to make some decent money uh it's it'll always be risky yeah. no matter what when you start working for yourself get like you need to understand you will never have stability yeah unless you sell your product for a hundred million dollars and then you have some sort of stability there <laughs> but i promise you i i wrestled with this thought for quite some time that you know i, I need stability in my life and, I, and then i started thinking man you do youtube for a living yeah. You could get a million views tomorrow or you can get 5,000 views tomorrow. You'll never know. There's zero it's way crazy. to predict it. And so I've realized in the past, like back to the whole time where I said I was doing, dealing with heartbreak, I've realized that in my life, I think everyone has stability in some form. Mm -hmm. it, it, whether it's a nine to five job, that's pretty stable. Uh, for me, it comes in the form of relationships, I think. And relationships are the only form of stability I can really have in my life, you know, yeah. because they're always there or like I something. And for a lot of people, I think having a family is that stability. It's huge. Family, friends, relationships. And I, yeah. So right now, like not being in a relationship and doing YouTube, I have to accept that I'm just free floating at the moment and be okay with it. Yeah. And I am okay with it, which is, which is nice for the first time. Yeah, as long as you don't turn into like Taylor Swift and just start using 
using relationships what? as more artwork. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I started going on. I need one more relationship. No, but you know what's interesting <laughs> is, have you ever heard of, um, there's like accounts that follow like Tinder stories? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like Tinder dates? Yeah, Tinder dates. It's the exact same as that. I think people go on Tinder dates to fuel more content. You know what I mean? So it's like. Oh, yes. And is that morally correct, do you think? Cause, yeah, because guys are being sacrificed. Men and women are being sacrificed for stories. Definitely both, but let's just say, okay, you go on a date for content. <laughs> the person's either trying to get laid or they're trying to find love. Which is content in its own right. Yeah. Just saying. But, but if you go in there with zero intention of anything, you're just yeah. trying to get a story, you're, you're only setting yourself... like. If someone really wants a narrative, they're going to drive it themselves. So if they're oh, like, yeah. oh, I need to have a weird date for my Tinder story to get content. They're going to go and they're going to act weird to make the situation weird. Man, have you ever... And I'm the victim. Yeah, and you're the victim. And you're, Yeah, and then your name goes out. But, but the, <laughs> like, but like, the dating world is so awkward. Oh, isn't. But like, no, but here's the, and the reason I say that is because relationships really only work if you both are interested in each other. Yeah. Like, why am I going to want to go on a date with someone that doesn't want to go on a date with me back or that isn't going to drive conversation back? It's yeah. awkward, man. No. It's a waste of time. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't know where this came from, but like. No, no, no. But thinking about this, like when people use other people for content, like the Taylor Swift comment you made. Yeah, I think it happens pretty frequent. And sometimes I'm like, so mean. That's crazy. Remember that one girl who like, she had like a hit list of restaurants that she wanted in Toronto. A Toronto girls, man. Something else. <laughs> she had like her top hundred list of restaurants that she wants to go to. So she went on everything. She was she went on Christian Mingle when she was Jewish. Not that that's not okay. It just <laughs> you know. Well, but no, Tinder. Apparently, it doesn't work. Like you can't be on J Date, which is the Jewish and one. Christian Mingle. No, 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 I mean, you can. They share their databases. But like, <laughs> I was talking to some, I was talking to this girl, I was uh, doing a shoot and yeah. she is looking for a Jewish guy and uh, she's actually on J-Day. And I started thinking, are not that, are you allowed? Because obviously you're allowed, but that's kind of like a sort of catfish element. Yes. Because they're on there to meet other Jewish people. Yeah. And you're not Jewish, you're just looking for a Jewish guy. Like, that's not really how it works. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Yeah, you're just checking a box. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, she, she went on everything, right? And, like, she, like, manipulated her profile to make it, like, more Christian-y or more j date or... <laughs> <laughs> How do you make it more Christian-y? Or Jewish. Like a Bible verse? Yeah, you know, you throw in a little... Yeah, exactly. Instead of, like, That's you know, on Tinder, you have, like, that, that quote. You just put a, like, a... That's literally every Texas girl I've ever met yeah they, they put a little quote man they all have a favorite bible verse but they're the least religious yeah yeah it's just down in south man religion is it's like a popularity contest yeah and it's like you're not even religious at all like and you're like when jesus said that i'm like that does not resonate <laughs> with you at all you're just looking to fill a, yeah. a void or something you know for sure and this girl's void was uh, she wanted to go to the best restaurants in toronto and got guys to pay for it the whole time so she had like a hit list of like, she didn't care about the guys. She cared about the place she went to. Jeez. And, uh, crazy. And she had a whole blog. And then I think the world turned on her. I'm not against it. Yeah. It sounds bad. Like 
You do you, boo. Yeah, you do you. I don't know. Like, I think that's... It's smart. She's getting what she wants, right? Yeah. And then I th- there was one time a guy got in trouble because he knew her. And so he just wanted to take her out. I mean, for the guy, it's like pretty easy too. Like, I, if you're honest with me, like, hey, I just want to go to this restaurant. Yeah. And I get to, if I pay 50 bucks, I get to have a date with a girl. A lot of guys would do it. 50 bucks? No way. Some of these, tr- some of these restaurants in Toronto are like. I know. That's Man, why all these guys bucks. are picking like top 10 of the hit list. I'm going for like number 73, yeah. you know? <laughs> so what's the lowest one you got? Lunch special. <laughs> <laughs> Lunch special at this place. Have you ever done something like that? For what? Like uh, used a platform to get a free. For my, for my own advantage? Um, No, but there was one time when I kind of. Um, so I do a. Quite a bit of food photography, so just naturally, sometimes I take he out did, my so, camera. Sorry, let me interrupt you there. Yeah. Amar and I share a Adobe. Well, I kind of leech off of Amar. <laughs> <laughs> His Adobe account. And back in the day when I first signed on, yeah, uh, I guess you had a shared folder. I could see you sweating. You're like, was there dick pics? In there? No. no, it was it <laughs> coloring was, my dick pics <laughs> <laughs> with food. No, but there is there. <laughs> yeah, like a I filter. Would, I feel like it's just unhygienic to even have like dick pics in the same folder yeah. that you have your food pics. It's food, yeah. It's <laughs> digitally, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, but he does. He, and you're actually pretty good. I will say that your colors and your composition Ooh, with your yeah. photos, man. I invite you to look at like the befores and the afters. Where'd you learn this? Uh, just at home, alone, 2 a.m., dark room. Okay, so it was definitely started right screen. dick pics, 100%. <laughs> no, mom, I'm just doing food pics. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, yeah. that's you do uh, you do have decent photos on there from when I signed on. Once. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I would like take pictures of food, and sometimes people would like, you know, uh, like the owner comes out and he's like, "Hey, I saw you taking pictures. You know, uh, would love to like follow you and like they'd give you like free meals and stuff." I've always said no to the free meals. Why? Um, I don't know, man. And it, it, I don't know. It's just you have to understand. Some people feel guilt because it's like, oh, it's a local business. It's a, it's a trade. It's a for fair sure. trade. You're no, no, no. It's 100% fair trade. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like I would have already taken that picture. So recently in like the last year or so, anytime I'd get free food, I would take a picture of it, box it, give it to someone that needs it more than I do because I'm not going to eat all that food. Like, uh, you know, give it to someone who doesn't have a home or something. Right. Trying not to say homeless. I don't know why. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so I would do that. There was one time, though, that I t- took a picture, and this guy gave me the whole spread. Like, What do you mean? It, it was a pizza place. It's a really good pizza place, too. Um, and they brought out, like, every single pizza that they had. Oh, hell yeah. Like, hell 20 pizzas. Yeah, they do. Right? And it just looked so nice on, like, the pictures. Everything was great. And I just didn't post the pictures. To this day, I feel a guilt. And every time I walk by that oh, place on Queen Street, I'm like, damn. I would... Oh, yeah, I, I understand that one. You know? So because, I feel so, like I took advantage of them when... That one's different. I could see in yeah. that situation. I wouldn't say take advantage because they voluntarily brought out that much food. Yeah. But yeah, some of these local businesses, they're so blind to how social media works. And there's so many people out there that take advantage of them saying, oh, I'll post about you. Give me a free meal. And it's like, you're not even... You don't have an influence. Yeah. You know? I was at a shoot. I did like a ad or like a commercial uh for this company 
two months ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like six in the morning. And we were at uh, the keg. Man, that's a new influencer, I think. It was sick. 6 a.m. Yeah, I know. It's always really... You weed out no, like all the good influencers. We had, to, we had to shoot as if it was a dinner scene because the restaurant would yeah. open. And they gave us so much nice food, anything you wanted, a glass yeah. of wine. When you are offering content, of course, anybody that's smart will provide their best dishes. If they've got a lot of really good dishes, they're going to yeah. provide them all. It's not, sure. the, it's not the first time that I've like worked with a company and they've sent me their entire lineup. It's crazy. You know, like I, I, geez, I don't know, five months ago, I worked with M&M's, like the candy, but they made chocolate bars and they sent me every flavor of chocolate bar and like a bunch of them. And I'm like, this is sick because I have a huge sweet tooth, but they could have theoretically sent me one for the Instagram post and that's it. You focused on that, yeah. But they don't. Brands don't really cheap out, man. But you see, like for you, I feel like, I don't know, if I had like, I guess the same... Um, air quotes influence as you I wouldn't feel as guilty by taking that because it is a more fair trade right where you see like the value proposition between me and you right is is different because your Instagram post for them goes a lot a lot further yet they're still offering me the whole menu right as if my Instagram post could go that far but so the fair trade I've taken is I'm just not going to post it. I'm just going to take all these pictures and I'm going to give it to you. Oh, so you gave them the photo? So I give it to them and it's for my own benefit. It's my own portfolio that I get to reach out to other companies with. See, so there is, that is helpful. Yeah. But I think a lot of these companies are under the impression that it's going to live on your account. Yeah. So for me, this is where people get it twisted. Like, yes, it might be more beneficial to use me because of the influence or the push or the follower count, but it doesn't mean that I'm a a better person for the job than you. For sure, it just means I might fill more of what they're looking to do. Exactly, you know, because uh, I've seen some people that have almost no followers that take unreal photos. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's tough Me. because well, the event I was at today, some of the influencers that I met, not that many followers, but their their Instagram is banging, man. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The photos are so nice, and it makes me feel like I need to step up my game. I'm just not photogenic. Like, these people are, like, smiling, look at their wrist in front of a tree, and it's like, ugh. It's crazy, man. I, like, I like literally gain 400 pounds whenever a photo is taken, and I'm just like. I think we all could use, I'm going to speak for myself, but I know the unphotogenic <laughs> people, right? <laughs> if we just spent an hour in front of a mirror or in front of a camera. Yeah. Just taking pictures of ourselves as stupid as that sounds. Because that sounds stupid to us. But to other people, it doesn't. And that's why they're get, so photogenic. To get comfortable? Yeah, not, not to get comfortable, to actually get to know your angles. Like, I feel like a lot of girls <laughs> know their angles oh, super well. It's unreal. We're taking man. a picture. Three, two, one. Pew, there's the angle. That was one thing that was very difficult about my last relationship was this girl was a model. <laughs> and, man, even on my <laughs> best day, I would take a photo with her and she knows her angles and she knows how to work a camera and I'm there and I'm just like, I thought I looked freaking yeah, amazing yeah, yeah, today yeah, yeah. and she still out <laughs> like shone me or shone me? Outshone. Outshined me. I don't Outshine. know. Yeah, whatever. So it is frustrating when you have someone that is super photogenic in a photo Yeah. and you're just kind of there just like an average <laughs> And joke. you're like, let's take a silly photo. <laughs> yeah. And then, but she still <laughs> does a sweet angle on oh, the silly photo. Yeah. Fuck. You're right though. I think someone needs to offer like angle classes or like how to pose as weird as oh that sounds. Oh my God. You'd make a killing. 
Holy, on like, on Fiverr or something? Well, I have learned this. If you're taking a, I, I watched this video, how to f- photograph without uh, a non-model. Yeah. Okay. And it just kind of popped up when I was eating lunch. I watched it. <laughs> and basically they say, oftentimes get the person to put their hands in their pockets because that's most some of the most awkward things. Yeah. So if out, if you're out there, here's another topic to add to the title challenge, <laughs> how to take yeah. a good photo. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you put your hands in your pockets because oftentimes we look awkward because we don't know what to do with our hands. Yeah, yeah. Slip in the pocket. Um, <laughs> they say get photos between takes are some of the best. The candidates. The candidates. Have someone lean up against a wall. Um, I think a big part of it is having someone guide you. A lot of us don't have yeah. the confidence to just run with it and just be like, okay, I'm going to smirk and I'm going to smile. Like, no. That's, like if it's a bad photo, everyone's just like, oh, it's so awkward. For real. It, well, the thing is, like, I started taking pictures on Instagram of food while mainly girls were taking pictures of themselves, right? And I feel like now I know the angles of food really well. Like, I, you know how, like, a girl poses like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get to that angle in food <laughs> really quick. So you can make like, a steak look nice. Exactly. Right? Because I've, like, kind of, like, you know, every, if, if I'd posted every week or every few days... I would just kind of get the knowledge of what the people like, what people like to see, uh, what angles work best, what's getting the most engagement. Whereas I feel like for people that take good pictures of themselves, they also had the same thing where like in the beginning, their photos were ass, (laughs) right? And then Kim Kardashian came through and she's like, no, the guys, these are the angles. And that's when everyone had like, you know, the angles down and now yeah. they're like getting more narrowed down and that's why now it's like freaking perfect. Why do you take full, why do you take pictures of food? I want to know this because I will sometimes snap like, oh yeah, eating lunch at this restaurant. Yeah. But one thing, because I'm not a foodie, when I see somebody's Instagram and, and no offense if you do this or if you do, do, yeah. do this, if you post a photo of a dish, yeah, it might look delicious, but I'm not going to be like, ooh, how did they cook that yeah yeah you know what so why do you do it um for me it started out as i was overseas in jordan here Uh, we go (laughs) here we go (laughs) like 10 years back even more probably 2005 um and i don't know my brother and my cousin were talking and they're like yeah yeah canada has no culture i was like are you serious canada has no culture Mm -mm. right and they're like yeah like, like what food is canadian and i was like you know, there's so many, like, poutine, there's this. But, like, then I realized, like, what makes Canadian, f- like, what's Canadian food is the diversity. Like, I was in Jordan. It's not like they had sick Chinese food or sick Japanese food like we did in Canada. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Or, like, sick Indian food, you know? You go to, like, Greece. They have, yeah, obviously the best Greek food. But they they can't make, you know. Poutine. They can't make poutine. They can't right. make uh, South African food. They can't make... Brazilian food as well as Toronto does that diversity. That's what I love most is that Toronto is a melting pot for a lot of different cultures. Yeah. And like, we love that. I mean, some places will, will fight against it and they'll resist it. Like, no, you can't come in here taking over. Our... Toronto's like, no, come on in. Like, we want to see what you have to offer. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the comparison was that America is like the melting pot where like you get like that. Like, let's say you get American Chinese food. And you get Indian American food and you get fusion stuff. Fu- yeah, more like, and it just becomes Americanized. Yeah. Whereas like Toronto is like that mosaic of like, you know, oh, it's all, 
it's undiluted cultural food. Like you could get Greek food that's like traditional Greek food. Right. And not Americanized in any way. Right. Like they did in their own village. I mean, I'm not against Americanized food. No, no, Americans no. know how to make some Freaking delicious ma- ass yeah. food, man. And they just deep fry it. <laughs> so good. Delicious. Um, yeah, so then uh, it, that's kind of how it started. And I was just kind of like flexing the Toronto culture on on others. Because honestly, I do think there's like a PR problem with with our with Toronto food. Because we make freaking like, wow, yeah, I, mean, I no, saw like dad on that one. This, freaking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you pick it up, man. I like it. Yeah. No, but every city is going to say that. I mean, I yeah, don't want to yeah. sit here and, and glorify Toronto because Toronto is amazing. My favorite city, yeah. personally. I'm also biased because it's my home. But I know there's people listening that are like, oh, my city has this and this and that. There's beautiful things about every city out there. Yeah, yeah. But what you're saying stands true. Toronto, it's noticeable. When you come to this city, any food that you want, you can get. Any fusion of those foods, yeah. you can also get. And by the way, that's like, it is a popular thing. Like, yeah, if you go to, like, let's say Amsterdam and you ask people what they love about Amsterdam, they're going to say the same thing. That, 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 like, whoa. That, that, that. <laughs> I've had that. so much coffee. I'm, if you look at the, yeah, his coffee's like the coffee difference between me and Dan, I'm sweating. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. But yeah, like, you go to Amsterdam, they're going to say they love the diversity of the food the most. So I think every city loves just how diverse their food options are. Yeah, but not everyone likes that. Not everybody likes options, man. Yeah, man. They like what they've always known, and that's the problem. Yeah. is Because change is always happening, and to always only love your own thing. For sure. It's going to prevent you from really experiencing a lot of cool things. Yeah. So it started out as, like, me being cocky about Toronto, but now I just love it everywhere. Every city is amazing in the world. (laughs) You know? That's (laughs) how it started. Tie it all back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that does it oh. for this podcast. Um, we talked about a lot, and I, oh, Amar, you got quite the challenge of trying to title this I, thing. I don't know. I how to how to color grade dick pics in two minutes. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> no, you, 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 I have no idea. The, the, the description on this thing is going to be like uh. a novel. <laughs> Anyways, we are going to see you guys next week, or you won't see us, but you'll hear from us yeah, next yes. week. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. That was two minutes. And have a great. Freaking week. Smile and do something nice today. Later.